0: Good morning everyone, welcome, good morning, welcome to the Lalita Nama live broadcast series. We are in the 98th verse of the Lalita Sahasanaama. So now we get into the tantric aspects, the chakra aspects for all those who are kundalini interested, told in many of my astrology videos. That the Lalita Sasnama is 101 for understanding the Kundalini energies, as told by Sage Agastya, what a gift to humanity. <clears throat> so let's begin. We begin with the Vishuddha Chakra, the throat chakra. Okay. Vishuddha Chakra Nilaya Aktravarna Trilujana Khatvangadhi Praharana Vadanaika Samanvita. He who resides in the Vishuddha Chakra, the Throat Chakra, which is associated with purification of communication. Throat is everything to do with communication. It's the second house and third house in astrology chart. Varna, her complexion is bright or reddish, representing her radiant auspicious nature. So the goddess, the mother, the divine parashatti goes through each one of these chakras and her form changes, her function changes. She transmutes every chakra that is there, every one of the seven chakras, right? Right up till Sahasrara. So let's go through that. It's very interesting how her form her form itself changes as depicted in every chakra. The Shakti, because Kundalini Shakti is the mother goddess. Her complexion is bright or reddish, in this case, in Vishuddha Chakra, representing her radiant, auspicious nature. Trilochana Lucha means eyes, three is three. She has three eyes, symbolizing her ability to perceive the past, the present, the future simultaneously. It also signifies her omniscience and her perception beyond the physical realm. At Praharana, she holds various weapons, like you can see here. She can be seriously badass. She holds various weapons like the khatvangi, the staff. It's not shown here in the picture. Like I said, I couldn't find the proper picture, depicted like it anywhere on the web. Khatvanga staff, representing her authority and power over the universe. Samanvita. she has only one face, symbolizing her unity and oneness with all creation. This implies that she encompasses everything and transcends all dualities. Number 99. Payasana so Priya Payasana Priya Vaksha vaksha Tvakshtva Pashuloka Bhayankari Amrita Adi Maha Shakti Samrita Dakini she assumes the form of Dakini in the throat chakra. We are still in the throat chakra. She is fond of offerings made with rice and pudding, payasa. This is a common um, sweet dish in the southern part of India. It's called payasa because Agastya Muni was resident in the southern part of India. So it's called payasa, which is called kheer in northern India these days, which symbolizes her preference for offerings made with love and devotion. Vakstha. she is the support of all universe and sustains all creation. Pashu Loka bhayankari, <clears> bhayankari, <throat> one who is fearful. Vashu is animal. Loka is world, world of animals. In the world of living beings, she is a terrifying aspect that annihilates fear and protects the devotees from harm. Understand this all these weapons that she is carrying is for your protection. It's not for harming you. That hand symbolizes that. Fear not. This hand symbolizes that. You have nothing to fear from me. I'm here to protect. That's what the mother does. Amrita di maha shakti samrita dakineshwari. She is enveloped in amrita or nectar. And other divine energies. Mahashakti. The shakti who is the shakti of all shaktis. You can think of it as... The collective of all feminine embodifications, humans included, there's animal world, there's plant world, there's so many other multidimensional worlds, she is the mother of all of them. Dakini, she is the supreme goddess of Dakini's, who are celestial goddesses, often associated with power, knowledge and mysticism. This is where Kundalini Shakti comes. Now we come to Anahata Chakra, the one in the center of your heart, the high heart as it is known in the New Age circles. So in the center of the chest, the one step below the Vishuddhi Chakra, from throat to now we descend downward. Okay. She resides in the anahata chakra, the heart chakra, symbolizing her connection to the inner self and the unstruck sound. What is unstruck sound? Anahata. Ahat means in Sanskrit, something, sound that is made from striking two objects. Anahata is the sound of unstriking of objects, which means the sound of Om. The primordial sound of creation. Shyamabha. She has a dark complexion like the color of dark rain clouds. See what I told you? She changes form. In every chakra she has a different form. We are exploring that. She possesses two beautiful enchanting faces. The two faces in every chakra that is shown here, two faces is also depicted as petals of a flower. If you want to read up this, I recommend the book The Serpent Power by Sir John Woodruff. It's a very good description of every chakra. You will see the petals also. So these petals is shown as faces here. <clears throat> Damshrojvalaakshmaala, mala, Mala, Damshro mala didhara, rudhira samsthita. She wears, a garland of bright, shining teeth and other ornaments signifying her fierceness. So, she can assume the form which looks fierce, but actually it is the Goddess. A little bit of a throat clearing there. Rudhira Samstita. she is adorned with the blood, indicating that her role as Divine Mother who can be both nurturing and fierce in her aspect. If people, if human consciousness gets badass, she can get ten times more and, you know, sort things out for you. Kala Ratya Dishaktyo Vrita Kala adhi shaktiyo Sting Sni Dhaudana Priya Mahavirendra varada so now she takes the form of Rakini in the Anahata Chakra, in the Heart Chakra. She is surrounded and accompanied by a multitude of powerful and fierce goddess like Kalaratri and others symbolizing her association with various aspects of divine Kala. The Kala means time, Ratri. The Ratri means night, the night of time. That would be the literal interpretation of Kala Ratri. Although I have not investigated the goddess aspect of this. Think of Kali. The Closest I can think of is Kali. The one who is beyond time. That seems to all of us who are residing in the realm of time very fierce. Because it's something beyond time. Snigdhau Priya, She is fond of offering Delightful food to her devotees, signifying her compassionate and nurturing nature. This is the mother aspect. Mahavirendravarada Rakinyamba Swarupini. She is the bestower of blessings and boons upon great beings and saints, indicating her benevolence and grace. Rakiniyamba Swarupini. She is the embodiment of Divine Mother Rakini, representing her universal maternal nature. Heart chakra, an all-encompassing presence. Which so she, Basically, she's badass to all those who are not heart-centered. Simple. Manipurabhjanilaya vadanatraya samyuta vajradhika yudopeta damarya debiravrata She is a starting to chakra, the navel center. The one which is in the center of your belly, the navel. That's the next one. Her heart, if you descend one step further down in the body, it is the navel chest center chakra, symbolizing her presence in the subtle energy center associated with personal power and transformation. I would call it the seat of identity. Okay, it's the seat of our identity. Vadanatraya she has three faces, meaning. If you go to the chakra level and the yantra level, it will have three petals representing the control over past, present, future. I would also call it the three elements. Sattva, Rajasin, control over everything. Vajra, Dika, Yudho, Peta, Damarya, Bhiravrata. She is armed with various weapons such as Vajra. Vajra means also the thunder. And others signifying her formidable power to protect and defend. Dhamma Ryadi Viravrata. She's surrounded by a group of attendants known as the Damaris, I am not sure what this is, who play various instruments in symbolizing her association with music and rhythm. Artists. This is where artistry probably comes from, from all of us. There is an artist in all of us, right? So it comes from the Manipuraka Chakra, the Naval Center. Number 103. Raktavarna pamsa gunana So here she takes the form of lakini goddess. So we are seeing different changing forms of goddess as we move through the different chakras. Rakta varna. Rakta actually means blood. Varna means color. She is the color of blood. That is the vermilion color. She has a radiant red complexion symbolizing her fierce dynamic nature. Rakta varna mamsanishtha. We are still talking about Manipuraka chakra. It shows it has a red color, the navel center chakra. Sanishta, She is devoted to consuming the essence and indicating her role as sustainer and nourisher. What does your belly do? What does your stomach do? It consumes all the food that is put there. Mamsa means flesh. Nishta means she can take in all the flesh. Meaning she provides nourishment to the body by destroying all the food that is consumed. You have to dissolve the food into elements in order to absorb the vitamins. Yes, even modern medicine knows this. Gudanatpreetamanasa. She delights in the offering of jaggery. Gudana means Gudda is the jaggery, okay Jaggery and cooked rice this is another cooked dish prepared in southern india more of southern india representing her benevolent nature and the joy she finds in the offerings made with love and devotion samasta bhakta sukada samasta complete all of bhakta bhakta means devotees samasta bhakta Sukhada. she is concerned about the happiness of all those who come to her She grants happiness and bliss to all her devotees, fulfilling their desires and showering them with divine blessings. Lakinyamba Swarupini, she takes the form of Lakini. She is the embodiment of Goddess Lakinyam, one of the manifestations of Divine Mother. Divine Mother has a lot of manifestations and said here, cosmic sound and energy and the Kundalini Mahashakti. Number 104. Swadishtana Buja Gata Chatur Vaktramanohara Sura Dhyuda Sampana Pun Pita Garnadhikarvita tongue twister <clears throat> she resides in the Swadhishtana Chakra the second energy center in the body that is below the navel where you can see the intestines are there. the Intestines, kidneys, that area. We are talking about that chakra now, I think it's also called the Sacral Chakra. Second energy center, just above the root chakra, Sacral Chakra, is a subtle body which is located in the abdomen. Like I said, intestinal region, kidneys region, that region, just below the navel. Chaturvatramanohara, she is charming and captivating form with four beautiful faces. So here if you go to the Tantra tradition, they will depict the Yantra as four-petal lotus. Sula Shula Dhyayudha, Sampanna Pita Garna Pita Varnati Garvita. Okay. She holds various weapons like the trident. Sula. Shula or another signifying her fierce protective aspect. So in the swadishthana chakra she assumes again another protective aspect. Mother is all about protection pita varnati garvita she has a radiant golden complexion and exudes great pride and majesty number 105 medo nishtha madhuprita bandinyadi samanvita dadhyanna shaktahṛdaya kakini rūpadhārinī so now she assumes the form of kakini goddess right all of them are the same but she transforms into different forms of goddesses, and we are exploring that as said by Agastya. She is nourished by the essence of nourishment, meditating on her, one attains the essence of nourishment. Swadhisthana chakra is all about nourishment, it also is the water element, it also is the emotion and all the nurturing. Madhuprita, she is pleased by offerings of honey. Madhu means honey. Prita is one who is fond of symbolizing the sweet, blissful experiences one gains by connecting with her. There's a lot of Ayurveda buried in this, by the way. Meaning, if you want to sort out something wrong going on with your sacral chakra or the second chakra, you have more honey. She is pleased with that. See what I'm saying? samanvita, she is accompanied by her retinue, her Entourage, including bandhini, other forms of goddesses, other form of shaktis, okay? She is delighted by offerings of curds, yogurt, indicating devotion and surrender of heart. She holds a form of kakini, a deity associated with divine energy and sound vibrations. Number 106, Mooladhara Bujarudha Vanchavaktra Samstita Ankushadi Prahanana Vadanadi Nisevita. So now we come to Muladhar Chakra, the root chakra. She resides in the Mooladhara Chakra, the energy center at the base of the spine, symbolizing her connection to the physical and material aspects of existence. She has five faces or the five-petal lotus in Yantra residing in the region of the skeletal structure symbolizing her all-pervading nature and presence in the, in the human body. Even in all animals, you can say mammals. <clears throat> Ankusha Praharana. She holds the goad. Ankusha. Remember the Muladhar Chakra. Remember the Mula nakshatra, the symbol of Mula nakshatra is an elephant goad. We went through that even in the Ganpati Sahasranama, if you remember that. Ankushadi Prahana, Ankusha is the elephant goad. Praharana, she holds the goad and other implements like the noose, signifying her role in guiding and disciplining her devotees on the spiritual path. Spiritual path needs some degree of discipline, yes? Varada Devi, she is worshipped by divine beings like Varada, symbolizing her role as the giver of boons and blessings to those who seek her grace. Next, one zero seven. Mudgavdana Shaktachitta Sakinnyambasvarupini. Right. So. This is the closing of the Muladhar Chakra. Mudgavudana Shaktachitya Sakinyamba Sarupini she assumes the form of Sakini in the root root chakra. Her mind is devoted to the Muladhar Chakra, symbolizing her focus on spiritual awakening and realization of her as the Kundalini energy. She is the embodiment of Goddess Sakini, the form of divine mother associated with spiritual transformation. All transformation to start from the root chakra and then it moves upward towards the thousand petal lotus right at the top, the crown. Now we come to Agnya chakra. So we started, just to recap, we started from throat chakra went downwards all the way to Muladhara chakra. First we took that journey. Now we are jumping above throat chakra, the one space between the eyebrows, the Agnya chakra. Agnya chakra abjanilaya, Shukla, Shukla varna. Shadanana, Shadanana, Narashtam. She resides in the Agnya Chakra, the energy center located between the eyebrows, symbolizing a connection to wisdom, intuition, and higher consciousness, the Rudra. Shuklavarna, Shadanana, she has a radiant, bright complexion, representing her purity and divine nature. She has six faces on the six-petaled lotus, symbolizing her all-encompassing nature and presence in all the six directions. <clears throat> 108. Majja samstha hamsavati mukhya shakti samanvita Haridranai karasika hakini rupadharini. So here she takes the form of hakini. You can Google and check the Hakini Mudra. You know, mudra is another subject altogether. But anyway, it's like the closing of the fingers, all fingers touching one another of both the hands. That's the Hakini Mudra. So she takes the form of Hakini when it comes to the Agna Chakra, the third eye chakra. She is seated in the Majjadhara Chakra, representing the base of the spine and the seat of Kundalini. Hamsavati Mukhe Shakti Samanvita. She is accompanied by primary energy center known as Hamsavati, which is associated with Hamsa mantra. Lot of different gurus and lot of different systems have spoken about Hamsa. I'll leave you to Google that. Represents the divine life force. <clears throat> Haridranaikarasika. She is fond of Haridra turmeric. Haridra Naikarasika and enjoys the divine nectar symbolizing her connection to spiritual bliss and joy. Hakini Rupadharani, she takes the form of Hakini Goddess associated with Hamsaha Mantra. Okay. Number 109. Sahasradala Padmastha Sarva Varno Sarva yudadhara, yudadhara Shukla Samsthita Sarvatomuki Beautiful. So now we go to Sahastha Dalapadma's thousand petal lotus. So from Agnya Chakra or the one between eyebrows, now we go upward, the crown chakra. She is seated on a thousand petal lotus, signifying her connection to the highest form of spiritual consciousness. Sarva pashubita, she is alone with all the letters of the alphabet, representing her embodiment of knowledge and wisdom. Sarva Yudhadhara. she holds all types of weapons, symbolizing her power to protect and defend. Shukla samsthita sarvato mukhi, she is established in shukla, shukla means white, pure. That's why the phases of the moon, going from the waxing moon to the waning moon. The waning moon is called krishna paksha because it is more like dark, krishna was dark in color. The moon, waxing moon, which is going towards full moon in Vedic tradition, astrology, is known as Shukla Paksha. It means it is becoming brighter and brighter till the full moon peak. Shukla means white. She is established in the Shukla aspect representing a purity and divine essence, white light. Sarvatomukhi. Sarvatom means she can see everywhere. She's got all kinds of faces, thousand faces. Remember we spoke about this even in Ganpati's Hasnama. The purest aspect of consciousness, oneness, is de- de- depicted even in Purusha Sukta, even in Lita Sasranama, even all Sasanamas really, <clears throat> as one having thousand faces, thousand eyes, and thousand feet. So here she gets that form of seeing on all sides, thousand faces. Sarvodhana Preetatishta Sarupini. So here she assumes the form of Yakini and the form of goddess, which is what thousand heads, thousand eyes, thousand feet. She she's pleased with the offerings that has a loving, compassionate heart towards all beings. Again, the mother heart energy. She's the embodiment of Yakini, one of the divine feminine powers in tantric traditions, representing transformation or spiritual realization. Swaha Swadha Mati Medha Shruti smriti, smriti Nanuttama. You can read that all in one line here. Yeah? Swaha, she's the sacred mantra uttered during fire rituals. Whatever we say Swaha in Sanskrit in all the Vedic tradition is her. Swadha is the mantra chanted in rituals to invoke blessings for ancestors. Remember, think Magha Nakshatra here. Amati Medha Shruti Smrutinan smruti Anuttama. She is beyond the concept of limitation or measure. Medha, she is the embodiment of divine intelligence and wisdom. Shruti, Vedas are also called the Shruti. She is the Vedas, ancient scriptures associated with cosmic knowledge. Smriti, she is the embodiment of divine memory, sacred rest, tradition passed down the generations. So the Vedic tradition basically consists of Shruti and Smritis. You can Google that and research a lot. It's a vast subject. Okay? Nuttama, is unsurpassed and beyond compare, representing the highest quality. Number 111. Punya kirti, punya labdha, punya shravana kirtana. Ulo majarchita bandhamu, chani So this one says, she is renowned for her virtuous deeds and her fame is associated with goodness and righteousness. Punya labdha, punya means good deeds. She can be attained through virtuous actions and righteous endeavors. Punya shravana kirtana, kirtana means doing bhajans, kirtans, and chanting and Chanting and listening to her sacred glories and divine hymns bring immense blessings and merit. She is worshipped and adored by Indra, also known as Puloma, I am not sure about that one. She is the liberator from the bondage of ignorance and worldly attachments. She is the beloved companion and eternal consort of Lord Shiva, also known as Bandura. <coughs> Number 112. Vimarshani, vimarsha vidya vide, jagat prasuhu, sarva prasamani sarva nivaradi. Wow. She is the embodiment of divine knowledge, manifest in the form of discernment and contemplation. So important in these times to have discernment, isn't it? So much of misinformation floating around in the web. She is the personification of knowledge, learning and higher wisdom. She is the creative force behind the entire universe, representing elements and a vast cosmos. She is the healer of all afflictions and diseases, bringing relief and cure to all. She is the one who protects the devotees from the cycle of birth and death. Mritya means death. Nivarani means one who is beyond death. Sarva means all of us, bestowing eternal life and liberation. Kalikalmasanashini Kalahantri Kamalakshani Okay. This one says she is beyond the comparison or peerless, unparalleled in greatness. <laughs> Her form is incomprehensible and beyond the scope of human thought. So, there you go. The only way you can do, do is chanting and tuning in. And it comes in little bits that you can handle. The human mind can handle it then. Otherwise, the whole thing goes fried. Kala Kalmasanashini, she destroys the impurities and sins of the Kali Yuga, the age of darkness and ignorance. Katyayani, she is also known as Katyayani, referring to the daughter of the sage Katyayana. That's a mythology, you've got to look up. Kalahantri, she is the destroyer of time and transcends time. Kala, I said, is time, representing eternal timeless nature of the divine. Kamalaksha Nishyevita she is served by Lord Brahma, with lotus-like eyes. Read in fourteen. Tambo Lapur Tamuki Dadini Kusuma Prabha mohini Mukhya Brudani Mitra Rupini. Okay, her mouth is adorned with betel leaf. Now we are focusing on form again. Her mouth is adorned with beetle leaves and betel nuts, symbolizing auspiciousness and hospitality. Dadimi Kusuma Prabha, her radiance is like shining red flowers of pomegranate, representing beauty and vitality. Murahakshi, she is captivating deer-like eyes, which are enchanting. Mohini, one who can is the enchantress. She is the enchantress, captivating all with her divine form. The goddess is very captivating, trust me. Mukhya, she is the primary deity, the chief goddess and ultimate form of the divine. Mridani Mitra Rupini, she is a gentle and compassionate mother, showering all blessings on her devotees. We are all her children. She takes the form of a friend, offering solace, comfort and support to her devotees. Maitraya, vasana labhya, maha sakshari. Oh my goodness. She is eternally content and fulfilled, satisfied as the source of eternal bliss. She is the treasure house of devotion, repository of all love and prayers. Niyantri. She is a controller, one who governs and guides the universe. With her divine will. Nikhileshwari, she is the mistress and ruler of all supreme goddess of creation. We are talking of Parashakti here, the absolute feminine principle. Okay, it's not unit, it's not personified. Maitri Adhi Vasana Labhya Mahapraya she can be attained through qualities like friendship, companionship, love, which are the basis of her devotees' desires and aspirations maha pralaya she's the witness of the great cosmic dissolution when everything here has gone to dust okay she is the witness of that that's the she is the only one left standing witnessing that rūpini madhavi panala panala matruka like i said this whole Vilkasasrama, Mother Goddess form, is Parashakti. She is the supreme feminine principle of everything. Paranishta. Para means beyond. Okay? Paranishta. She is firmly established in supreme reality and unwavering in her devotion to it. Ragnyanagana She is the embodiment of profound wisdom and consciousness, the dense form of pure awareness. Madhavi Panalasa. She is playful like the honeybee intoxicated with nectar of divine love. Mat, matta, she is in a state of divine intoxication. Matta means to be intoxicated, immersed in bliss and ecstatic joy. Matruka Varna Rupini. She is the essence of all the letters and sounds of the alphabet, representing primordial sound, which is the Omkara, Om. Okay? 117. Maha Mahaniya Daya Maha Samrajya He dwells in the great abode of Kailash, which is in the Himalayas. This is also metaphoric and literal. The sacred mountain associated with Lord Shiva. Brunarla She has a soft and delicate limbs representing the tenderness of a lotus. Mahaniya, she is highly praiseworthy and deserving great reverence and admiration. She is the embodiment of compassion and mercy. She is the empress of the great divine kingdom. See how poetic it gets. It's all about divine poetry, really, folks. Atma vidya, Mahavidya, Shri Vidya, vida, beautiful. Shri Shore Shodashakshari Vidya. Rikuta Kamakotika, okay. She is the knowledge of self, the realization of one's true nature. She embodies the great knowledge representing highest wisdom and spiritual understanding. She is the knowledge of Goddess Shri. Shri is the representation of everything feminine principle in Vedic tradition. Auspiciousness, prosperity, and abundance, that is Shri. Lakshmi. She is worshipped by Adorned by Kama, the god of love. Kama Sevita. Shri Shosh- shakshari means 16. She is the knowledge of 16-syllable mantra of Shri, powerful sacred hymn representing Divine Mother. Three kutas, she resides in three peaks, symbolizing her dominion over three worlds, those three states of consciousness, sattva, rajas and tamas, essentially. She is the supreme goddess adorned in the city of Kama, symbolizing ultimate reality beyond all desires. Number 119. Bhuta Kamala Koti Sevita, Shirasthita she is reserved by millions of attendants who see, eagerly seek even her glance of compassionate eyes. Kamala Koti Sevita, She is worshipped and adorned by countless beings termed by Kamala Koti, representing multitude of lotus flowers. Lotus is symbolized for consciousness in Vedic tradition. The moon, Shirasthita Chandranibha, Chandra is moon. The moon like radiance comes brilliantly on her head, signifying her aura and brilliance. All gods and forms, divine forms, are depicted as having the brilliance of a million suns, at the same time having a brilliance of a million moons. So it is more calming and yet more bright also varastendra <coughs> dhanuprabha her forehead adorned with the divine mark of the moon resembling a bow representing her mastery and sovereignty over cosmic powers last one for today number 120 hridayastha ravi prakhya deepika dakshayani daityahantri daksha vinashini she resides in the heart of all beings as their innermost essence. She is already in you and me, whoever is listening to this, or even not listening to this, source of divine love and consciousness. Ravi Prakya, Ravi is the name for sun. Her radiance shines like that of the sun, illuminating entire universe with divine light. Trikona Antara Deepika, she is the divine light that shines within the triangle. Trikona, you can see the Sri Chakra, her there. So many triangles there, right? So the triangle is depicted for Shakti in Vedic tradition. The combination of all these triangles is a representation of her. She is the divine light that shines within the triangle trikona of the heart, guiding the seekers on the path of inner transformation. Daksha Yani, she is the daughter of Daksha. Sati was the daughter of Daksha. The cosmic embodiment, you've got to see all the mythology behind this, Shiva and Shakti. Shivanchakti is the whole tradition, okay, whole literature and mythology. Daitya Hantri, she is the destroyer of demons, representing triumph of divine forces over negativity and ignorance. The, Daksha Yajnavyanashini, she is the one who put an end to the sacrificial fire conducted by Daksha. You have to read up all the mythology behind Sati and Shivan in that. Symbolizing the transformation of external rituals into internal realization of self. People do all these kind of yagnas and pujas in the Vedic tradition, but finally it is your inner transformation because Shakti, Mother Shakti is resident within all of us as well as outside of all of us. Okay. I leave you with that much for now and we shall take further after number verse 121 from the next one. In the meantime, take care, be safe, have a good one. Mum Shanti